Hi there, wellness entrepreneur. Welcome to the Ignite Your Wellness Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Allison McLean, physical therapist, yoga teacher, massage therapist, coach, and owner of Ignite Your Wellness Business. On this podcast, we talk about all things body, brain, and bank account to help you achieve your version of success while having the time to embody your own wellness practices. So you practice what you teach. You enjoy life in the process. Following each episode, you'll be able to implement information from these three critical areas to grow your wellness business, your practitioner skills, so you can help your clients get the results they pay you for. Business skills, you'll learn business tactics and strategy and self-healing, so mindset work, nervous system regulation, stress reduction, Also, you can live a fulfilled life while helping more people and earning more profitable income while having fun in the process. Let's get to it. Hi there, entrepreneur. Today, we're going to talk about hard work versus hustle. It's all about burnout prevention. So you can have a sustainable business for many years to come. And it's also so you can show up with more joy, happiness, ease, and freedom in your business right now. Because you don't have to wait till you hit your goals to experience these things. Are you ready? Let's get to it, okay? Most of the time when burnout happens, it's because day to day, you're feeling like there's so much you need to do. You have the thought that you can't fit it all in. So then you're rushing around, you're overwhelmed, you're frantic. Then at the end of the day, you're exhausted. You wake up in the morning and you feel like you haven't had a moment to replenish. You still feel tired and drained. And then you look at your schedule and you feel like you have to do it all over again. This is what really leads to burnout. And I know I've been there. When I first started my business years ago, I had a crazy schedule. I remember looking at my day and all this stuff that I wanted to create and all these people that I wanted to help in my business. And then I saw my one-to-one schedule. I was seeing private sessions, intermix between yoga classes, intermix between maybe a workshop or a webinar I was doing. It was just jam-packed. So no wonder why I didn't feel like I had room to breathe. So it's shifting from this mindset because it is a mindset. In some ways, and we'll break this down, it's not that our schedule just happens to us. Even though there might be certain scenarios and circumstances that are not within our control. Instead of focusing on what's not in our control and just feeling reactive to our schedule and our day-to-day, it's instead focusing on what we do have control over and learning how to plan and set boundaries for ourselves. And I know that's kind of a hype word, especially in the mental health world. And I'm not speaking it from the viewpoint of if you're needing to work with a psychologist, of course hire the team that you need to help you. I'm talking about boundaries in your day-to-day, boundaries in your schedule, and why you might not be setting them, or maybe why you might be setting them, but not sticking to them. Because it's those 
subtle chips in a way where we are chipping away with our needs, our wants, and the container that we set for ourselves to care for ourselves that really chips away at our energy, which eventually can lead to lack of motivation in our business. And it starts with micro quitting. Maybe you're not showing up as much to marketing or you're feeling more lackluster to show up to your one-to-one sessions when you used to love to showing up to them. It's this micro quitting, which then leads to bigger quitting. And we wonder why we're doing it in the first place. And I don't want you to get there. I want you to have a sustainable people business because your people need your help. And you can have a business that helps you afford the lifestyle that you want to live. The dream, the vision that you have for yourself and your family, it is possible. So it is an art and it is a balance. And we'll work on making it less elusive in this podcast episode. Let's start in the details because burnout sometimes can feel very overwhelming and all-consuming, and that can lead to more burnout and overwhelm. Instead, let's focus on the details. So for example, think about a day where you have felt good at the end of the day, or maybe even just okay. You helped a lot of people, you got a lot done, you were tired, maybe did a little bit more than you thought you wanted to, but you felt okay. And compare that to a day where you felt like you've used all your reserves. What are the differences there? And write them down. What were you thinking? What were you feeling? Specifically, circumstantially, what was different about those two days? Maybe you had more sessions. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did more back-end work in your business. What made those two days differently? Take the time to sort it out. Your brain will start to notice the details if you spend time doing this, like scheduling in a patient session at the end of the day when you should have been leaving for home or putting in a client session in your lunch or picking up a subbing class. You had no business subbing because it wasn't even in your niche and you had to drive clear across town or going over a session here and then a session there later in the day. And so by the end of the day, you spent almost an hour going in all the minutes, adding up, going over sessions. Or maybe you tried to hire someone and they didn't work out. So then you had to do their job. Your brain will want to focus on what you didn't have control over. And that will put you into the victim mentality, which doesn't serve you. So in each of those scenarios, there are parts that are within your control. Let's take the scenario where you booked a patient at lunch or you booked a client at the end of the day when you should be going home. So you don't have control over someone canceling, rescheduling, reaching out at the last minute. Unless you don't have protocols and systems in place for rescheduling or canceling last minute or the protocol planting seeds of planning ahead of that time. Those are different podcast episodes. But life happens for your people. And you need to be able to maneuver and work with them where they're at as well. So it's natural for sometimes someone to call urgently and need to get in. That you do not have control over to a certain extent. However, you do have control over what you say and what you feel in the moment. And typically it's what you feel or what you want to avoid feeling 
that leads you to say certain things. So for example, if you want to avoid feeling the discomfort of telling your client that you're unavailable and you actually have a wait list and they need to wait a week or two or more, then you'll squeeze them in. Or if you don't want to make them mad or upset them, then you might squeeze them in. But here's another question to consider. How could it actually benefit them to wait? How could it benefit your client or your patient to wait? So for example, in this scenario, let's say you do have a boundary. You want to leave your office by 5 p.m. or you have a lunch and you want to follow through with that lunch and someone calls urgently needing to get in and you have space next week for them and you honor your boundary. You say, I am booked today, but I can book you in next week at this time. How could it benefit them to wait? They'll become more resourceful. You can offer text or email support in between as much as you have the time for. You can right there on the call or the text, give them a few simple exercises or strategies that they can work through till they meet you next week. They can realize that you're a busy person and in the future, they probably should plan ahead and not wait so long to schedule so last minute. Often what comes up though is we have a fear of upsetting them or we have the fear that, well, if they wait a week and they realize that they don't need me, then they will stop working with me. And that's not necessarily true because when they solve this one problem right now that you're helping them with, eventually a new problem will come up and they'll need your help for that too. Or you might realize that you need to create a system or a protocol for scheduling your clients and patients. For example, when I work with my one-to-one clients, It's a six-month program, so we work together for six months. On the very first call or after the call, when we settle on a date and time, I schedule out all their appointments for the six months. They know exactly what to do to reschedule, what will happen if someone in their family is sick or they're sick and they need to reschedule or one of us is traveling. They know all of that in advance. So it takes a lot of pressure off me and it takes a lot of pressure off them. So... Number one is examining why you might be squeezing someone in. And that is the work that maybe you can bring to your own coach or reach out to me. And number two is what kind of strategy can you implement to streamline this process for you to take pressure off your own time of having to schedule people here and there and having all these texts and calls that you need to follow up with during your lunch hour or after your day is over. And stay tuned. I'm going to be having an episode and social media posts coming up about this. If I haven't posted them already, this is part of the reason why I always teach to have packages or programs, even if you do one-to-one versus just doing one-off sessions here or there, because it's easier to implement a streamlined process that benefits both you and your business and your lifestyle. And it also benefits your clients. And if you're less burnt out because you're spending less time rescheduling and scheduling and squeezing people in, then you'll have more time for rest and replenishment. And 100% that'll benefit your patients and your clients and your students because you'll show up to your sessions and your classes and your program with more energy. You'll be more creative. You'll have more to give to them. So part of burnout prevention strategy is learning how to plan ahead. Often burnout, when we're in a burnout phase or we're starting to feel the effects of burnout, we're in reactive mode. So it feels like everything is happening to us. Our schedule is happening to us. 
our revenue is happening to us. Life is happening to us. And we can't get our head above water. But if you just take one thing, one area where you feel like you don't have control and start to notice where you do have control and how can you systematize it to make it a little bit more streamlined for yourself or where might boundary need to be put in place so you can conserve and replenish your energy. And you know when it's okay to let your brain go. When you know that this is your time to rest and you're not going to feel guilty about it, then you'll be more likely to rest. So it's part of burnout prevention is learning how to plan ahead. And it's also learning how to embody success right now. Sometimes we rush towards our goals because we want the feeling of whatever hitting those goals will bring to our lives. So for example, if you have a goal to hit a certain amount of revenue or you have a new program and you want a certain amount of clients or students to be in it, you want the feelings that it'll create. Just think for a moment. Think of your goal that maybe you have for 2023. What does success mean to you? What will you feel in that moment at the end of the year? For a lot of you, maybe it'll feel joy. It'll feel proud of yourself, maybe some freedom or accomplishment. Here's the thing. You can start to bring those emotions into your day-to-day now. How can you bring more happiness into your day-to-day now? How can you bring more joy or freedom or ease or pride or accomplishment into your business right now? This is embodying success. And here's the thing. No matter your goals, there'll always be more goals. So you'll hit one goal. And then immediately, a lot of the times, if you're in hustle or franticness, which leads to burnout, then you'll set another goal and you'll feel like you have to push towards that next goal. And the reason why you feel like you're having to push is often because you're tired. You never gave yourself time to celebrate the success. You never gave yourself time to be in the having and the completion of that goal. And it also tells me that you were racing towards the goal to feel the end results of the goal instead of being in the place that you can start to feel some of those emotions now. And the second part of this is when you're always hustling towards a goal, that is what brings a lot of the frantic energy and the overwhelm and the pressure that leads to burnout. So it's noticing when you're in a hustle energy to attain something versus just working hard from a sustainable energy and from confidence and grounded belief that you know you'll hit your goals. And so for me, sometimes where I like to get a lot done, I'm one that can pressure myself to try to do a million things in one day. But for me, often it's just taking a moment to breathe and realize, okay, what really needs to get done? Where do I have a deadline? Okay, podcast needs to get recorded or a podcast needs to get published. So I need to write the show notes. If I focus on one or two of these things, then the rest is a bonus. And if I can slow down, then I'll create more quality content for you. And I'm still moving forward in my business. And what helps my mindset with this is expanding the timeline, knowing like, oh, okay, well, I do have goals that I can hit for 2023. And I'm going to go after them 100%. And I have the capacity to handle failure if I don't hit them. And all it means is that I'll try again next year. So maybe instead of taking one year to hit my goals, it takes two. It doesn't matter. I can expand my timeline. And from this place, I don't make failure mean 
that something's wrong with me or my business capabilities. All it means is that somewhere I have to refine something along the way. Or maybe I was too ambitious with my goal. And that's okay too. So it's troubleshooting and working through that to continue to go forward. And I don't beat myself up along the way. And the beating the self up, that can be a huge energy leak as well. So if you're adding through all these layers, you're adding pressure to get so much done, and then you're not getting done what you want to get done. So then you add another layer of guilt and shame. Those are all energy leaks. Those are what lingers, why our brain keeps going when we want to leave work and we're home and we can't turn off our entrepreneurial brains. It's because we're trying to sort through all these layers of emotions and seeking relief from all this. But the relief doesn't come from adding more to your schedule or squeezing patients in or sending out last minute texts and phone calls when you really should be with your family. The relief will come when you're able to handle any emotion, when you're able to sort through your energy leaks and realize what Tara Brock or the Buddhist mentality would say is many arrows to the heart or the second arrow to the heart that's just not needed. How is it true right now that you can have a sustainable business? You can show up feeling grounded and calm. You might be busy. You might be working hard, but not from a place from hustle, from a place of serving your people, whether they're paying and serving your people that are non-paying through marketing and valuable content and you leave your day and you feel accomplished, how can that be sustainable for you? So you don't have to set one goal and push towards it and then set another goal and push towards that. That layering, that adds to the burnout. For me, I love to work hard, but there's a big difference of me planning and executing my plan, which isn't perfect. I'm definitely not a very detailed planner at all. So hear me then. I plan to the best of my capabilities and I execute and I work hard in my day. But when my day is done, I know that I'm going to go home and I'm going to be with my family and I'm going to rest and I'm going to replenish most weekends. So like, for example, this weekend, I'm going through a coaching certification right now. And I love it. It helps with the unconscious patterning and shaking that up. And it was Saturday and Sunday. But the particular reason why I signed up for this specific training was not only the knowledgeable teachers and the content and the experience, but they had the weekend trainings were going to be recorded. And then they also built in extra practice times for those of us that couldn't attend at that specific time zone or day. So I made a compromise for myself. Saturday, I attended the training live and went through it. And I was up at my house with my daughter and she had a friend over and I could hear them. And every so often I would jump off the call and help them grab a snack or whatnot. So I was felt like I was still present in my home. And I didn't feel strained as if I was multitasking. I felt grounded. I felt I was happy with my decisions. And Sunday, I let it go. I knew that I needed a day of just rest. I knew I needed a day with my family so I could show up to work this week feeling energized and replenished. So I made a commitment with myself to show up to the next practice time, which I did put in the work then to learn the new material. And so where in your business and where in your life can you compromise or and still move forward? Let's take the subbing example because this happens a lot. 
maybe establish a criteria for yourself that you will say yes to subbing classes if it's within your niche and you know you might be reaching a new market, reaching new people that could benefit from your service. You don't have to drive very far. The subbing, the picking up of the subbing class is not going to be additional energy drain, meaning the teacher or the studio is not going to be texting you a lot. And there's not a lot of new protocols or systems that you need to learn to pick up the class. Or you don't have to drive very far. So set criteria or boundaries out for yourself of classes that you'll choose to sub or not sub. What's a criteria for when you'll add an extra client or patient to your day or not? Where else in your business do you find yourself reacting? Maybe it's hiring. How can you plan that ahead of time? What systems and processes do you need to create there? Where are you putting pressure on yourself and why? And where might be energy leaks? And how can you seal out those holes? And if your brain throws resistance against solving for those problems, that's the work to bring to a coach or reach out to me. That's specifically what I do when we work, when I work with my clients. We work on a specific strategy or problem and then they implement it. My clients will implement it and notice, okay, in the implementation of that system or strategy, what works, do more of that, what doesn't work, don't let that go and problem solve and troubleshoot there. And then what are the thoughts and feelings that are serving serving my client in the moment and what's not? And what can we repattern? What can we train in the nervous system and the brain to help make that system and strategy more effective? So that way, you don't feel like you have to do all the things. You don't feel like you have to add more to your schedule to make more, to get more done. It becomes quality versus quantity. It becomes, yes, working hard, but not hustling. They're very different energies. So take this episode, listen to it a few times, sit down and use the prompts as journaling questions so you can sort it out for yourself and begin to just ask yourself right now, where is my energy leaking and why? And allow your brain to integrate and process this at night. The answers will come. Don't force it in the moment if it doesn't happen. Maybe you need to listen to this episode a few times and write the questions down and sit with it. Or even better yet, just show up to a consult call with me. This is what we do on the calls. I can help you sort it through. And if the Awaken program is a good fit for you, I'll let you know. But ultimately, it's your choice. What you'll leave with is clarity on some of these answers. So if you feel stuck, reach out. The sooner that we get started on this, the sooner you'll have more energy. The sooner you'll feel more freedom and space in your schedule instead of always racing from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. Because I know you're ambitious. I know that you have a lot to do. And I know your people love working with you. But let's create a sustainable business that you love to work in so you can show up for years to come. Because here's the real truth. If you burn yourself out now, then you might give up on your business altogether then what will you have? You have been given up on your dream and your people, they won't get the help that only you can provide because only you have the exact certifications and experience that have gotten you to this point to have the specific skills that you have right now to help your people. So there you have it. 
that might be a strong, compelling reason to start to sort out this exhaustion and burnout problem before it becomes a bigger problem. I'm here for you. And also take a listen back. There's a bunch of episodes also on stress and anxiety, which can also be another energy leak. And I give you tips and techniques on how to work with it and how to become aware of your triggers as well. So all these episodes will really complement each other. So you can show up to your business day after day for many years to come with joy and happiness and your people can get the help that they need. All right, bye for now. Hey there, if you're ready to help more people and make more money as a yoga teacher, cash-based physical therapist, healthcare provider, healer, coach, massage therapist, wellness coach, practitioner of the arts, then I invite you to work with me. You assign more clients with ease and then have a reliable process to go on to help more people in a way that will scale your business within the lifestyle you desire. Just book your free consultation with me. Let's have a conversation about how I can help you build your dream with more ease. And of course, Thank you so much for being a loyal listener to this very podcast. It means the world to me. In fact, if you love this podcast, share it with a friend who might need to hear its message today and leave a review. This will enable this very podcast to help more people. All right, let's get out there and build your dream and help more people. I'll see you next week. Bye for now.